Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Good evening and welcome to tonight's presentation of Bellator 243, coming to you from the Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. My name is Mark Sirianis. I'm your host. This is Taekwondo Life Magazine Live, and we really are live tonight covering this match. We are featuring Taekwondo Master and Fourth Don Master Valerie Lareda in her fight in the preliminaries against Taragraph. We have covered, of course, the career of Master Lareda quite heavily in our magazine. I attended with Master Edward Park her New York City debut at Madison Square Garden. And earlier this week, we attended virtually the weigh-ins and the preliminary press conference for Master Lareda. And we are ready to get started, folks, for an exciting match. And we will be with you in the post-fight press conference, win, lose, or draw. Here we go, the flyweight division, the ladies have entered the ring. Master Valerie Lareda against Tara Graf. Master Lareda is 2-0 in her professional MMA career. That is not her Taekwondo career, that is her MMA career. This fight was supposed to take place in January. It was delayed. Then, of course, the coronavirus. And we are now here tonight in Mohegan Sun. 22-year-old Master Valerie Lareda against 34-year-old Taragraph. The height, the weight, the reach, all very comparable. The red corner. A professional. She's undefeated at two and oh. She fights out of Miami, Florida. Master Valerie Loretta. Here we go. Mike Beltran is your referee. Our referee. Tara Graff's trainer is 
is her boyfriend, Mike Pagano, a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Valerie's sister, Master Natalie, in I her corner tonight. Here they go. There's the bell. They are circling around. Master Laredo circling to the outside. Paragraph is controlling the center of the ring. Master Laredo light on her feet. A few punches exchanged, but no real damage being done. Four and a half minutes left in this first round. Master Laredo has been circling the entire time. We know she has good stamina from her Taekwondo training, but this is a formula for getting tired quick. Valerie training an American top team. Bruno, King Mo, Mike Brown. From Miami. She knows that Terragraph is very aggressive. Terragraph is trying to clinch, but Massa has managed to, to move out of it. But it's very smart because she's got someone that's so aggressive. Hey, let me frustrate you. Let me make you overextend. She is absolutely frustrating her opponent. Taragraph cannot get her hands on Master Lareda. There we go. Master Lareda is... They have clinched, but to no effect. By making your opponent have to deal with something instead of just sticking your chin right there as your hands are tries to throw a right hand but does not connect. Tyrograph has not managed to land more than one or two glancing shots. and Valerie began training as babies, they said. Coached each other in tournaments. Mom Millie, Dad Frank, both black belts in Taekwondo. This is a Taekwondo family. Uh, Master Laredo's sister is in her corner, as well as her coaches from Team Taekwondo. Good two-punch combination from Valerie Lareda to Taragraf's head. No real damage, but some, some decent shots thrown. Graf's thrown some shots. They have not been effective. Master Lareda is controlling. She is moving. Taragraf is attempting to tie her up yet again, and she easily makes her way out. There you go. A few shots to the head by Valerie Lareda. Nothing devastating. But she is managing to get a few shots in, which Tara Graf is not. Uh, they, Graf is trying to bring her to the ground, but she is not successful. They are clinched with a minute and 30 left to go. Master Larader is up against the cage. She has managed to turn it around and throw in her first kick of the fight. They have now separated. Master Valerie Larader has managed to break the hold and she has gone with a roundhouse kick to the head and she's made some contact but not enough to, to end the fight also she has had success there getting her to the fence because she threw the left hook first and that landed but then what she needs to do is draw Loretta is clearing some distance with her left um, yes she threw a low kick to Tyrograph's calf unlike Taekwondo where calf kicks and thigh kicks are not allowed in Bellator MMA. They are. We saw a fight earlier this evening end with a devastating calf kick between two of the fighters. 
love to do some damage to the master here. Come on. In this three-round fight. Oh, Valerie Lareda threw a good combination. Right hook to the face. Left hook to the face. Right kick. And the round is over. Clearly, Master Valerie Lareda controlled the round, but certainly no devastation here. We are starting round two in Valerie Lareda's, uh, Master Valerie Lareda's corner and listening to them, which you can now hear very clearly because there are no spectators. You can hear the corner chat. The corner advice was kick. You came here to kick. So kick and end this fight. Not a surprising bit of advice for a Taekwondo master and former competitor. Paragraph is, is attempting to close off the circle this time, attempting to be a little bit more aggressive. But Master Loretta is wearing her down. She has the, the youth. She has the vitality. 12 years or younger. Enough dancing in the cage. Tara Graf will tire out, chasing her around for three full rounds. Graf is definitely throwing more punches this round. She is attempting to end this early. Uh, a left roundhouse kick to the head, partially deflected by Tara Graf. But that is what Valerie Lareda needs to do to win this fight. Uh, she threw a good uh, left-right combination. Lareda is focused. She, she threw a devastating right hand. That was probably the most powerful punch she's thrown. She just threw another two punches to Tara Graf's face. She is managing to connect. Yes. Again, two more. Valerie Lareda is showing the world that Taekwondo has a great place in the world of MMA. In our uh, website, we have a great section called Taekwondo and MMA. You can check out any MMA fighters like Master Valerie Lareda that have experience in, in Taekwondo and have transitioned to MMA. Master Lareda has managed to throw a number of punches to the face. Now Graf is charging her and trying to throw her against the cage. They are now locked, but Master Lareda has managed to turn it around and now has Graf against the cage. She's now broken three. Master Lareda has managed every time to break the clutches of Tara Graf. We are now halfway through the second round. This round has been much more aggressive, and Master Lareda has clearly dominated, clearly frustrating the efforts of Tara Graf. Master Valerie Lareda in the red corner. She's now moved her way out. Master Lareda is still moving to the outside, still controlling the tenor, still controlling the pace of the fight. Master Lareda is starting to slow down a bit after almost eight minutes of, almost ten minutes of walking around the outside of the ring, controlling the ring. Now it looks like she may have drawn some blood from the face of Tara Graf from the mouth. This is going to come down to timing. Tara Graf is attempting to muscle her way over Master Lareda and she leaves herself susceptible to being knocked out. 
Yes. Another few punches to the, the face from Master Lareda and an attempt to kick. Tara Graff is bleeding visibly from the nose now. She is visibly bleeding from the nose. Not devastated, but it certainly has, she's taken some shots. There's 40 seconds left in the second round. We are hearing uh, Master Lareda give a sort of key up as, as she strikes the face of, of Tara Graff. 25 seconds left in this, in this round. Master Lareda has really exploded in, in, as she did in, in the prior fight uh, um, in Madison Square Garden. She has these explosions of energy which really are devastating to her opponents. We're down to 10 seconds in this round. Uh, and Tyra Graff is down and, and Master Lareda is now on top of her. This may be the end. We may not get out of round two. No, this round is stopped. It's over. It's all over. Master Lareda has knocked her out with only seconds left in the second round, exactly as I was talking, an explosion of energy in the second, in the second round, near the second round, Ex literally an explosion of energy. Master Lareda is now dancing in the center of the ring, literally dancing. She put on an impressive performance, impressive performance. I would say this performance was even more impressive. There it is. It was the right hook, right overhand hook. They took down Tara Graff. Her body went limp, left-right combination, and she went down. And Master Lareda did not waste a moment. She was on top of her. And the, the, the referee clearly saw that she was not defending herself and clearly ended this fight. Time is on the clock, or if the bell, if the bells even sounded, you see that moment. You say this person. This was an extremely impressive finish because it was uh, literally seconds left. Had Taragraf managed to hang in there, we would have gone on to round three. pumped up and justifiably so. Valerie moves to three and oh, Michael C. Williams to make it official. Ladies and gentlemen, inside the Bellator cage, it comes to an end. Official time, five minutes round number two. The winner by knockout, still undefeated, Master Valerie Lareda. Huge shot late in round two. Winner by knockout. Winner by knockout. This is unbelievable. She is now in her dobot, dancing in the ring with her sister. This is really an unbelievable. We will be in the post. We will be with Valerie Lareda in the post-fight interview. Congrats on the performance. What an awesome performance. You seem so happy up there. I mean, we heard you running around yelling, I'm still going to post TikToks. I'm still going to post I'm Instagram. still going to post TikToks. So, I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, so that, that made it personal, her comment. Of course it made it personal. I just didn't answer her. I didn't annoy myself to her. I waited to the chance I got to fight when I was healthy so I could shut her mouth. So, you know, all week you've had your sister along with you. I mean, yes. how special is it? You know, we heard her in your corner. How special is it to have her along for the ride here? You know what? When I found out I was going to fight in the first Bellator card, 
during quarantine. <laughs> I couldn't have barely any corners, just two corners. My family always comes with me. And I go, I can't do this without somebody in my family. My sister and I have been training partners since we were three years old under my father. I would coach her in tournament. She would coach me. My sister knows me better than anyone else. And this fight, we had so much fun. We went shopping. We chilled. We went and we cut weight together at the gym. My sister is in peak shape too. She's an amazing training partner. And just having my sister with me made this experience what it is. And I'm just so blessed to have her. She's my sister. She's my other manager. Abraham's my manager. She's my land manager. She runs my social media. She's amazing. And so last for me, you know, what would Jorge Masvidal be saying to you right now? I brought the first one home for the Cubans. He told me before I left, I go, I promise you I'm going to make you proud. He couldn't do it, but I did it. Thank you to Jesus Gallo, Elite Athlete Performance, George, Charlie, Juanqui, American Top Team, Steve Bruno Mo. That's my team. I moved back to Miami for my team. The clock was winding down there when you dropped her. Uh, was there any hesitation? I know sometimes you, I think in fighters' minds, like, oh, the clock's winding down, but you just went for the kill there. Let me tell you something. This girl, every single day of quarantine, I thought about her face. The moment I get to punch her like that, extremely necessary, like George would tell me. I don't stop for anything. I don't care if it was five seconds left or there was one second left. I hit her 50 million times or so she can't get up. And I noticed you kind of let out a scream towards her at the end there. Uh, but you ultimately did shake hands. Was it kind of tough to, to kind of keep that composure? Let me tell you something. I'm a master in Taekwondo. I've always been professional until this girl. I can't be professional with that girl. When you're telling me, I'm being demoralizing to the sport. But you know what? Look at all the girls who look like me, who dance, who want to defend themselves, who are now going to be an MMA because I'm an inspiration to them and they're not scared. That's what I stand for, not what she does. Congratulations on the big win, Valerie. Thank I got to ask, what, what do you want next from Bellator in terms of fights? You got anybody in mind or? Whatever Bellator my manager tells me. I'm just so happy. Yes, I mean, just from the way you're reacting, is this so far like the most important win that you've had so far in your program? No, Mohegan Sun, I made my debut here and I told everybody this week, I'm going to repeat history. I feel it. I know I'm going to knock her out. I was super nervous this morning. I was thinking, Valerie, why do you do this? Why do you get yourself into this? This girl was jacked, huge. I have little arms and a big butt. What are you doing? You can't do this. My sister, my my team told me, Valerie, you do cams with Joanna. You train with most high level and you're competitive with them. Every round with them is toe-to-toe. You need to trust yourself. And it wasn't that I didn't believe in myself. I didn't trust the proof, what I've done pre- previously in my Taekwondo career and what I've done now with Bellator. Congratulations on the win. Uh, I think it's safe to say this is the most gratifying win of your career. Uh, how are you going to celebrate tonight? I'm going to drink wine. Right now, I have three bottles of wine waiting for me in the room. I'm going to put on a cute outfit, take pretty pictures, and get drunk with my sister. How active would you like to stay throughout the rest of this year in 2021? Uh, when can your fans, I guess, expect to see you back in the cage? Two, three more fights. I had the opportunity to fight today, and a lot of fighters don't. So I know it's fair to give everybody an opportunity. So whenever Bellator tells me to go, I'm ready. I'm going back to the gym. To- tomorrow I get to Miami. At 8 and 11, I'll be at Gallo's in Miami. 
I love him. He did my conditioning to this fight. I was active the whole round. I had to, had to do 50 million laps around the ring because she was trying to clinch me the whole time. My defense was circle, so she can't take you down. Throw. She clinched me. I got out of it. I have amazing clinch work. No one's seen that until today. I'm extremely powerful in the clinch. I'm glad I showed a little bit. Even though she didn't take me down, I'm happy I showed more diverse in MMA. I didn't even, I think if I threw three, three kicks, it was a lot. We're going to take a couple questions from the internet. We'll start with Mark Piocos. Your line is live. Thanks. Uh, thank you. Um, first of all, um, were you surprised how aggressive uh, she was in that first round? No, I was expecting her to rush in like that, like a dog the whole time. And my our game plan was circle to the right, away from her, her right hands, counter throw fast. I didn't want to kick because she was so close to my distance that I knew if I kicked, she was going to catch my leg and take me down. So I just decided to box and my finger hurts a little bit. <laughs> and, and with that in mind, I mean, were you expecting to kick a lot more during this fight or were you really working your hands before this fight? I thought that I was going to knock her out with a double kick to the head, a taekwondo thing. But real quick, I realized I couldn't do this in this fight because she was coming forward too much. Taekwondo, I use it. I throw hands first when they're backing up, I kick. But this girl, she was coming forward too much. I'm like, you know what? I have to box. I have to be a dog. I have to stay in the range, which is my favorite thing to do in a fight. Stay like close range and just throw down. Our next question comes from Giancarlo Alino. Hi, Valerie. Congrats on the win. Uh, you mentioned Ioana, the training camp you did with her. Was there something you picked up from her and uh, training with her that really helped you in preparation for this fight? Championship mindset. There's not one athlete in the world that I relate to more than Joanna. Her and I train the same way. We could die training, but we know we're simulating what we're doing in a fight and we don't back down. Joanna told me, you're going to be champ, Valerie. Learn from me. You're next. I'm done soon. You're going to be next. I feel it. You're going to be champ. Just stay focused and don't listen to what anybody says about you. And that's what I did today. And I'm 3-0 right now for Bellator. And uh, final question for me, Valerie, uh, you know, there was no fans in attendance. So did that uh, have any effect on you and your performance or like just thinking about the fight tonight, walking in and seeing that it was just, uh, you're going to hear everything in the In Taekwondo, I have fought my whole life at U.S. Opens, at Nationals, at Pan Americans, at a World Championship, et cetera, where there's barely any fans. You know, Taekwondo doesn't get that same recognition. And my favorite cup man told me before going in, Valerie, you and I are most accustomed to this than anybody else because we have fought high-level taekwondo, karate, whatever it may be, where there's barely any fans. This simulates that. And just like that, I went in. It was actually fun or no pressure. I could see my sister, Mo, and Steve. It felt very personal. And I could perform under the lights. I know fans the same way. And I'm grateful for Bellator for making it so beautiful. Their production is the best of the best. Our next question from John Polai. Hi, Valerie. Congratulations on the win. Thank you. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on the stoppage there. Obviously, you dropped there, and I know you got on top of the ground to pound, but, you know, obviously the time kind of ran out there, and there's a little bit of confusion for a couple seconds as whether the round was over, the fight was over. I was just wondering your thoughts on, on what happened. I knew the fight was over because that girl's eyes were white, and there was no way that she would get up. I don't, haven't even seen the replay of the knockout. I wish I could see it. So I don't really know. I think it was an overhand or something. And I know it was the end of the round. 
I know I hit her ratchet. Like I do my first debut as many times as I could until the ref had no option and to stop it. And then Valerie, it's the last thing for me. Um, when I was watching this fight, it seemed to me like midway through that second round is where you kind of really turned it on there. You started to land a lot of really clean shots there. Did you kind of feel that out there too, that midway through the second round, you were starting to get the better of her and you were, the finish was coming? My coaches told me, Valerie, everything you're hitting her with is hurting her. And she's a big girl, right? So I didn't think, I knew I could knock her out with my kicks, but with my hands, I don't know. I know I have hard knockout power punch, but no one believes me until today. So I saw her slowing down. I knew everything I was hitting her with was hurting. And she was coming forward like, like a dog. So I, I, in the last Thursday, I go, you know what? I'm just going to throw her as hard as I can to see what happens. Like I did with Kobe. That's the same thing I did with Kobe. I just came forward with all my power and knocked her out like I just did. Our next question comes from Kevin Varghese. Hey, Valerie, big fan. Congrats on the win. Uh, listen, you silenced a lot of doubters uh, this time with your statement victory. Uh, I'm, I can't say I'm really happy that you did because, you know, uh, a lot of these people just talk from just, you know, uh, nonsense. How do you feel right now? You know, you're a rising contender. How, what part of your game do you think you need to improve on so that you can say, hey, I'm improving on this aspect of my game, and I think I'm ready for, you know, uh, to be a number one contender or even to be champion. Um, I think that I proved a lot of people wrong, but who I proved the most to what the caliber of athlete I am is to myself. I needed this win for myself and for my confidence because it's been a year and four, six months I haven't fought in the cage. So this win was for myself. But I feel like I'm an amazing boxer. I'm an amazing kicker. I could be amazing Muay Thai. I'm an amazing wrestler because I train with all the wrestlers in Miami. The only place I think I need a little work is my jiu-jitsu because it's a lot of technique and, and I'm very hard-headed. So I just want to throw hard and I get caught sometimes. But jiu-jitsu is where I need the most improvement. But I think at, at Bellator's pace and my manager's pace for some management, um, I'll make the right decision. All right, a couple more. We'll go to Nor Connor Northrup. Uh, hey, Valerie, congrats on the win. Thank you. Uh, I know pre-fight you said initially you were unhappy uh, l last summer with not being able to finish that fight. So being here almost a year later, uh, how satisfying was it to, to get this done before uh, the judges? Oh, my God. It was just so satisfying because this girl has been talking crap about me for so long. Okay, so long. And I didn't answer her once. My manager told me something, Valerie, don't reply to her. Don't make her famous. You know who you are. I stood by that. And I waited till I got this opportunity to destroy her face. So this was definitely the most satisfying win so far because every other girl has been decent with me although i know they all want to take my head off but this girl was disrespectful and she said i was demoralizing well i just demoralized her face all right matthew putterman your line is live hey congrats on the win valerie my first question is to you where do you see yourself here in the next five years in your mma career <laughs> i'm gonna be champ and then i'm gonna go to hollywood and i'm gonna do every single movie and music video. I'm going to be an artist. I'm going to go into music. I'm going to go into film. My dad was an actor. And I want to be a commentator for Bellator one day. Def, my last question is for you. What is your why? Like, why do you fight? I fight because I had a very different upbringing. And I've always had 
something within myself telling me that Valerie, you're meant to be a star, stay focused. I didn't have the same elementary experience, high school experience. I was homeschooled for the Olympics. I've always had a bigger dream for myself and a plan and a vision. And I know God gave me that talent to not get distracted. So I know I was meant to be someone in this world. I know I was meant to be worldwide. And I know I'm meant to be an example to other young girls that you could be beautiful, you could be elegant, you could be girly girl, you could have your nails done and your eyelashes done and still knock out girls like I just did. Last question from Randall Folks. All right, I'm going to make it short and sweet so you can get out of here and go enjoy this victory with your sister. Thank you. You had a super strong performance. Uh, there's always room for growth. What can you take from this performance that you'll be working on once you get back in the gym? I just think I was I was purposely circling a lot. If it were up to me, I would stay in the pocket and throw down. But that's me not being a smart fighter. That's not me fighting to win. So I listened to my coach's game plan. But if there's one thing I would do better for the next fight is just move my head more because she hit me like one or two times. And I don't want my I want my face to last me for the rest of my career. So I need to learn to to move my head more and and I was very patient, and usually I'm not patient. No, I think I did a lot of good things, and I'm very hard on myself. It was a beautiful performance. We can't wait to see you again. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much, yes. Valerie. Bye. Congratulations. Okay, that is it. That is the full f- preliminary, the weigh-in, the fight, and the post-fight press conference. Valerie Lareda, master Valerie Lareda, has done it again. She has been victorious. This is her third professional Bellator MMA fight. All three have been victories tonight. A second round knockout. Not by feet, but by fists. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.